Nope, it's too late. We've begun. We've begun, Melissa. I just need Put your coaster for your wine away. All supplies must be had before the commencement of the, the <laughs> podcast. Okay, then everybody so can just fucking... listen to me put my glass so on the... It's just so unprofessional. You, you press play. I told you. I told you. Wait, wait, hang on. I told you exactly what time we were promptly beginning and you were intentionally late. What kind of power play is that? Well, I'm not a professional. <laughs> no, neither of us are. That's all right. So it's been a week, so you get one of these. Um, we traded Brian Elliott, which you were not happy about. Hey, that'll make a lot of noise right in there. Don't do that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Can't be doing that. Melissa wanted... You do it all the time on PKA, though. No, I always... If I do that, I always mute the mic. Are you serious? Yes, every every time. time Every time? You do it so much. Only in bursts. (laughs) (laughs) No, and then I just mute the mic. It's usually when one of, you know, Kyle or Woody are on a monologue, and I know I'm not going to say anything for a bit, and it's just something to do. Damn it. But, yeah, if you do that without it, it'll sound like... Like Can somebody's... I walk over there and do it? No. No. No, we can't. None of that for the next hour. Okay. Unfortunately. I'd do it anyway. No. <laughs> you, can't, <laughs> you can't do it anyway. Yeah. No. It'd be okay. disrespectful to everyone. And they're finally on your side. But Brian Elliott... Finally on your side. <laughs> as, as if they really hated you for a while. <laughs> Maybe one or two of them did. I don't know. Well, definitely more than one or two, probably. Just I by numbers. No one's emailing me nasty things, so I don't... I so don't, don't know care? I don't know what's going on. Yeah, that's fine. As long as no one's being mean directly to me, I don't care. But Brian Elliott. <laughs> what? <laughs> he got traded. It's sad. Who's Brian Elliott? Brian Elliott's the goaltender for the St. Louis Blues. No. He's the moose. Who's he the goaltender for now? Well, for the Calgary Flames, you mm-hmm. said he got traded too. So I know most of you don't give a fuck about hockey, but... I really like Brian Elliott. He's been on our team for like five years, never really got a starting spot, always did well when we put him in, but now he's gone. But I, it's it's for the best that he's gone, I think, because he had his best season ever this past season, which means his trade value is as high as it's going to be. And Allen and, just needs to be the star goaltender, well, I think. Allen is younger, so we can put a little more faith in him, and... Elliot's just he he's I like him but he's he's an average goalie. He's going to regress back to the mean probably next season. But even so that's good for any Calgary Flames Calgary Flames fans listening because he's still better than anything you guys have. Like who the <laughs> hell do you have over there right now? The your goaltending situation is a fucking travesty for the Flames. But you're going to be better this upcoming year. Same with Edmonton. But based on the hockey Reddit that I spend a lot of time on looking at trades and shit and you see fans from every team talking there's going to be a huge amount of disappointment for some Toronto fans and some Edmonton fans and some Calgary fans because all three of those Canadian fan bases are so eager to be good that now one good offseason and you're thinking it's like a world of difference. Maybe it will be, but I really don't think so. I, I still think Toronto, Edmonton, they're all going to finish in the bottom ten. Like, maybe that's to be expected. It's and... so sad. No, you, I mean, the Kinda. teams have to go through that phase. The Blues didn't go through that phase from 1980. 1979 to 19, 2004, and then they went through it from 2005 to 2000, or I guess 2006 to 2010, when we never made the playoffs. Oh, and then just sucked. Since 2011, I think, 2012, we made the playoffs. Yeah, but anyway, doesn't matter how many times you make the playoffs if you never win it. No, does it? It nope. does. Doesn't like, matter at all. But it's fun. We got to go to the games. We got I, to go to playoff games in the. 
in the city that we live in. That's yeah. fun. It was fun. It was fun. I'm just complaining, Melissa. Even when we lost. It was fun. No, it wasn't. Fun. It was sad when we lost. Well, it was only sad because you were just like, oh, this is it. This is it. We lose this. The series is over. The and series it is was. Over. Well, I and it to, was. I tried to get you to go to the final Blackhawks game, and you were like, no. It no, would have been too depressing. It would have been too depressing. <laughs> but we won. Yeah. But it would have been it too been sad so for fun. me if we lost. Oh, but anyways. Anyway. So, I like best Jake of luck Allen. to Brian Elliott Better. in Calgary. Maybe there's, I know there's at least one Calgary Flames fan out there because you were tweeting at me. Um, yeah, who else? Oh, yeah, Shattenkirk. One of our defensemen we're trying to flip right now and trade for someone better. And apparently, you know, I got every off. I've only been on the hockey forum for on Reddit for like a few years, maybe three years for every season. But good God, every fucking off season, every person on there becomes like the grand poobah GM who knows exactly the move and is like fucking Matt Damon in Goodwill Hunting, figuring out formulas and how to make the perfect team like, grossly overestimating how skilled prospects are going to be. Like, it's just a travesty of misinformation floating around over there. Uh, almost as much information floating around as, like, one of the politics forums. But, like, it's, it's mind-boggling. But we're still not getting rid of Shattenkirk, apparently. Really? I, I thought I, you were excited for I that. I was. I was excited for us to trade him because our, def- our defense is good. There were we so need... many times you were just like, Oh, you fucking piece of shit, Shattenkirk! I like Shattenkirk, for fucking up. but he fu- <laughs> he did very poorly he fucked up so much. in the playoffs. He played very badly, and now that Pareko is playing great, we really don't need Shattenkirk that much. Like yeah, he's, Pareko. Yeah, Pareko's great, and he's only 20-something, 20, young 20s. How old is Jake Allen? Jake Allen is uh, 26, maybe, okay. 25, 26, and then... Well, Elliot's thirty-one. Yeah, so you said that's, that was that's getting old for a goalie. That's getting. I mean, that's like prime years. It can be, but it's also like, do you really want to sign a thirty-one-year-old goalie to a six-year contract or something? Who's the oldest goalie you say? In the NHL right now, or um, was? Oh, I don't. I don't know. Was I'm sure some someone in history was playing when they were like in their forties or something. But uh, Roberto Luongo is thirty-eight. I think. Oh, is this the lifer you were telling me about? No. <clears throat> Who is that? Man, my throat's fucking bothering me. But um, Roberto Luongo played for the Florida Panthers, and then he played for the Canucks, and then he played for the Florida Panthers again. Uh, now he plays for the Florida Panthers still. I don't. There's uh, definitely another team in there, or a team or two in there somewhere, and I haven't followed his career that closely. But um, Well, you were telling me about someone the other day that said he was just going to play until he couldn't anymore. That was Yarmir Yager. He's not oh, a goalie. Okay. No, he's oh, a, he's not. He's also in Florida though. He's forty four. He'll be forty five. Maybe he's forty five now. Who fucking knows? But he's really <laughs> old, and he's been in the NHL longer than a lot of his line mates have been alive. <laughs> like he entered the draft in ninety one, ninety or ninety one. I don't know. But anyway, enough hockey talk. Cause you guys, I, I'm sorry. There's no way you care. But hopefully we fucking trade Shattenkirk and we get Ryan Nugent Hopkins from Edmonton because apparently they offered that and we turned it down because we wanted Eberly or Taylor Hall, which we're not going to get fucking Taylor Hall for Shattenkirk. We should just take Nugent Hopkins. He's younger anyway than Eberly, and I think he's better in the long run for us. So there you go, Armstrong. When you listen to this, when you download this in your <laughs> Bentley and you listen to it on the way... Oh, I'm sorry, no, not... Not Armstrong. He wouldn't have the Bentley. That would be Stillman, the owner. When you listen to this in your Bentley and you're thinking about it, you know, realize this is the way to do it. You know, go tell 
Armstrong to stop being a finicky bitch, make a trade, don't miss out on the opportunity, because if we don't trade Shattenkirk now, we're going to lose him for fuck all at the end of this season. Because he's got one year left on his contract, it means we have to trade him uh... now, or we're just going to lose him because we can't afford him after this year. So it's just, we, we got to pitch him now. So, Blues front office staff... You email me all the time with your relationship and sex advice questions. How about for once, you ask one about work, you know? <laughs> I'm only assuming that those are the people sending them in. I have a very, I project onto my audience who I want them to be. Um, in my head, my audience is like 70% female. So. <laughs> all right. Anyway. So you had a couple things that you, so Melissa's been doing a much better job preparing for these. Kind of. Kinda. Kinda. Take the yeah. compliment. Thank you. you. You've been doing great. Okay. All right, what do you got? Uh, well, I was going to ask you, because, see, I have two. I know you're a skeptic. I've been a skeptic about the Ghostbusters chick flick uh, since they announced it, just like everybody's, until, um, well, they're tracking, all, like, 40 to $50 million opening weekend. However, that's just, like, within the demographic of 20, around 25-year-old Females. Is that a lot? Is that not a lot? Well, if you look at today, like this weekend's top box office, um, which it doesn't show the numbers on here for some reason, but Finding Dory is like 135 million, and the next is 35.5 million. So 40 million opening weekend for a comedy. Or, well, I guess it's not rated R. But, anyways, I didn't realize that uh, Paul Feig, the guy who directed Spy and Bridesmaids, which, admit, did do you admit on, on your podcast that you enjoyed watching Brides, Bridesmaids with me? No, I didn't like that one. I liked Spy. But I thought you didn't, I thought you laughed at Bridesmaids. I'm sure I laughed at a few parts of Bridesmaids, but I okay. liked Spy well, more. Well, you were not, ex but yeah, but you didn't hate Bridesmaids, you liked it. I I you don't remember it. a lot from it, but I'm sure I, I liked a lot of it. Well, we'll rewatch it. But Spy no, was hilarious. I, you're right. I loved it. I loved it. It was my favorite movie. Yeah. But it's, I don't know. It's that you know what I when it, she shits in the sink. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. I just, I just love humor where it's just a bunch of gals yucking it up. <laughs> just us girls. Bunch of gals. But, okay. I'm, obviously, so I'm liked, obviously joking. Yeah, I liked Spy a lot. I thought Spy was really funny. And you like Jason Statham. He's there trying to sign him on for the second one yeah he They're was funny in that too one. yeah he was, he was the one of the best parts he was one of the, the best mess, but the i best liked part. the dynamic between the uh the fat lady and whatever uh the british guy maybe he's not even british i don't know he wasn't british in the movie he was the one that she had a crush on her like main agent that she helped oh, out. Oh, uh, Jude Law. Jude Law. Yeah. I thought their dynamic was funny. Yeah, that was pretty funny too. But he won't be in the second one, I'd imagine, because he was like the bad guy. Oh. Spoilers. Yeah. Whoops. Fuck. Yeah. People watch Spy <laughs> because they want to watch a real espionage <laughs> intrigue thriller with Melissa McCarthy wheezing about <laughs> as she lurches. <laughs> oh. Uh, it she was funny, though. She was funny. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And they're going to make a second one, apparently. Yeah. But how do you, how do you feel about all this uh, uh, female roles? Female roles female, of what? Female roles I don't trying think... to shoo women into things like Ghostbusters. and. Well, I don't think that Spy or Bridesmaids are like that, trying to shoehorn women in. Like, obviously, Bridesmaids was something where they saw the success of the Hangover franchise, and they were like... 
let's kind of do something like that with women. You yeah. Know? But it's a just it's just a comedy. They weren't doing the same theme. It wasn't the same characters in the same places. No. Like it's so it's different than the Ghostbusters thing. Because it is a direct where copy. it's a direct ripoff, and they're taking characters that people love and replacing them half-assed with just you know flavor of the month women. So, just whatever, throw this woman in here. You know, we're gonna make a subpar movie, and if anybody critiques it, we'll call them sexist, and and that's about the extent. But knowing of it. what you know about like his writings, well, I don't know if he writes these. He directs them though, and uh, knowing what you know about Spy and Bridesmaids, who directs them? Uh, Paul Feig, or Feig, Fig. I don't know. He did Spy and Bridesmaids. Yeah, and he's doing Ghostbusters. Do you have any more faith in it, knowing that it's him? No. 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 This is doomed from the get-go. <laughs> this, no, it is. It, they, they've set themselves up for failure. You don't have faith in directors. I don't have faith in this concept. Look at that picture of... Look at... Scroll up. Look at that promo picture and tell me that looks like a good movie. Say, I want to watch... Ghostbusters doesn't look like a good movie. It doesn't look like a good movie. Yes, it does. <laughs> no, it does Yes, it does. because <laughs> it was so long ago you were a kid. It was like... Of course it, was, it would do it, you that. It was before... It was like the early 80s when they made it, wasn't it? And you were a kid when you were first introduced to it, yes. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Of so, course. But we're adults now, so maybe this looks like shit. I don't know. Would this be something you'd be willing Lots to of go adults. with me to? No. In theaters? No. No, I'm not. I'm not going to see this. I'm going to go alone. Yeah. Okay. You're, you're, you're going to go see this? I'm just saying, if I were to go see this, I'm just wondering if, if you, it would if you're be something go you'd go. If you're going to go see this, you're going to be riding solo. <laughs> <laughs> I'll meet you at a sushi place afterward hey, or something, but it, I don't want to go watch... I don't want to watch this stere- amalgam of stereotypes traipse about on screen, making, this, making similar jokes. So can you imagine how many uncomfortable throwback jokes to the movie 30 years ago there are going to be because they're desperately hitching to that wagon, to that wagon that long ago slowed and lost momentum? 2016, you know, the, the, the 33 year rule, you know, got to strike when the iron's hot. (laughs) It's fucking ridiculous. It's silly. Well, we'll see in a couple weeks how, how it does. Cause it's going to be out in like three weeks. I'm not that passionate about it. Honestly, it's just, it, I'm not passionate about it, but I'm more intrigued now knowing that that it's it's him, that it's him. Yeah. And maybe you're right, but I just don't, I don't think it looks good. I don't know. I don't know what it is about it. Maybe it's that it's just the exact same movie. It's because the idea from Inception just sounds terrible in your ears. It doesn't have to look like anything. Like, it could look like anything, but I think, for me at least, just hearing about them and this idea and starting this project just pissed me off from the get-go, and I was just, I just shut it down. What, what did they do to start it off? No, just announcing that they were remaking Ghostbusters with an all-female cast. Just that sentence just set me off. Yeah, because it's really pandering. It's pandering to women, and it's also making the huge, like, just... I'll just say, it's assuming that a cast of four women can be as funny as a cast of four men. Okay. It's not possible. That is And I think that's agreed by women and men. Because women seem to think men are funnier. 
and men seem to think men are funnier. So when you make a cast all women, it's you're going into it with lowered expectations because it's that women just. I'm not not saying that Melissa McCarthy isn't hilarious. I'm just saying the barometer that people garner from their outside world shows that women are less like just walking around everyday life. You're talking to people. You're meeting people. Having conversations. You're gonna learn that women are just less funny. Or do less funny things than men, for the most part. But so see, you, so when you have a, a cast like this of four, you know, fuck up, bumbling idiots who kind of just, you know, have a vacuum cleaner company for ghosts, like it fits see, in perfectly with four stupid men. It doesn't quite fit with women as well. I could agree with you on some of that. However, I see it from a little bit different angle. Not that like this was written by women; it was written by a man. So, yeah. Like, I think they're excellent. Probably, well, Kristen Wiig and that girl, I don't remember her and her, um, are funny actresses. And with a well-written script, written by a man, pretty funny. Yeah, maybe. Maybe you're I right. I think women can act as funny as men, but they just need men to write it for them. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're like, well, what do I... How do I say this to make anyone laugh? Because men make men and women laugh, and women don't make anyone laugh. (laughs) Rarely make anyone laugh, do they? (laughs) So um, I understand that. Then it's just I don't know. Maybe it's um, it's it's because it's been so long. I think that any remake would have kind of pissed people off because it's like they're stomping all over like hallowed ground. Classic. It's like. if, it's like if they remade Lord of the Rings in 12 years. Whoa, 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 whoa. With... Whoa, whoa. Don't compare Ghostbusters it's obviously, to Lord of the Rings. It's obviously <laughs> hyperbole. <laughs> in no way, and my listeners know this better than anyone, that I'm not saying Lord of the Rings is on par with Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters <laughs> is echelons below Lord of the Rings. On, so? its, on its best day. But <laughs> what I'm saying is it's kind of like if they're like, hey... You know, it's 2030. It's about time they destroyed the ring with a bunch of girls. Hey! And they're like, Gandolfina and Grimette. And, and they can just stay Legolas. <laughs> they have some of the coolest female characters in Lord of the Rings, though. I know, but people wouldn't say that. Arwen and... But uh, you are a reasonable Lady person Galadriel. who likes entertaining stuff, who actually looks... Like, you know enough about Lord of the Rings to know there are lots of strong female characters in that show. They're all strong. <laughs> like, even yeah. the Hobbit women, they're, like, hairy and strong. <laughs> and no, dwarfs. you're thinking of dwarves. Both. The Hobbits? No. The Hobbit women have hairy feet. Hairy feet. Yeah, but yeah. that's a Hobbit thing. And they're not... big, curly hair. They're hairy. They're kind of like uh, cabbage cat patch kid <laughs> looking, <laughs> you know? <laughs> they got a real cabbage patch vibe to them. You know, if that existed in real life and there were like little hobbit areas, this is so horrible, but you know this would happen. There would be constant stories about like people roaming into uh, like hobbit villages on raping sprees. Ew. And st- it would definitely happen. Oh. That happened with pygmies in Africa. So it's really? based on fact. Oh. Yeah, because they would just, you know, I guess. Those no, poor it's, it's, um, it's albinos that in some areas in Africa that they think that. Like eating an albino or killing an albino or fucking an albino. It's something to do with an albino that kills them. So I think like ha- hacking off their limbs, but they think that's good luck. Oh, all right. Just rub a little bit of blood on your forehead. Yeah, just because they're albino. That's weird. That would be the w- that's yeah. a- that'd have to be like number one on the list of worst things to be is albino 
in, in Africa. Central Africa. <laughs> Albino in Africa. Yeah, around a bunch of people who like have horrible diseases and are just like, oh well. Thank God this albino's here. We'll hack him up and, and cure our disease. Or really just murder a man and steal his blood. Like, I don't know. <laughs> what are we talking about? Well, we were talking about these fine, fine ladies in movies. Oh, I, I totally... <laughs> I got onto the track of Lord of the Rings and albinism. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, That's it's it, the way that... I'm not as passionate about Ghostbusters as most people are, like the original. But uh -huh. everyone who... It seems like... Tons of people are passionate about the Ghostbusters franchise, you know? Yes. Kind of like Back to the Future or stuff like that. So if they remade something that people are passionate about as well, like for me, that would be Lord of the Rings, and they just changed something fundamental about it where they're like, hey, we're doing Lord of the Rings again, everyone's black, and we're just going to just do it again. Remake, everyone's black. It'd kind of be like, wait, what? Like, I guess it doesn't matter that everyone's black, but you realize Tolkien wrote this to be reminiscent of, like, uh, uh, England in the Middle Ages and France in the Middle Ages, and like all these uh, little throwbacks to policies and politics at the time and wars. So it doesn't really make sense how you're doing that. Like if you go look at even architecture used in Lord of the Rings, like it's it's based on different cultures and different things, so it doesn't mm -hmm. make sense. So it's not like by saying that would suck that you're saying, oh, so you don't think black people can do it? It's just you're saying, no, that's completely not in the spirit of the original of the intended message. The Wouldn't original the thing. black people be the Yurikai? No, the Yurikai are uh, <laughs> goblins and Would orcs. Would they have black people pl pay the play them, though? No, they don't. <laughs> no. That was all makeup. Okay. I know. I'm t I'm trying to be a, a racist. hyperbole. A, hy a hyperbole. <laughs> <laughs> to be a hyperbole. <laughs> <laughs> to make one. No. I'll write your lines before next time. <laughs> See, and it would help me out, boost my popularity, give me a head start above the other women that don't have as good of writers. Yeah, don't have as good of writers. Yep. You think that should be that should be a a, a social program? It should be, and you should teach it because teach it. <laughs> yeah, teaching women how to be funny, just be like, ah, oh, just hang out with me oh, all the time. No. I'm no miracle worker. <laughs> Hey, it, uh, over the years, it's rubbed off a tiny bit on me. That's true. A little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> taking credit? According to other... Y yeah. No. I'm not taking credit. You should be taking credit because... According to other people. People have come According up and said, you're, you're not nearly as intolerable as, as years past. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I just... I've had people compliment me saying, oh, that sounds like something Taylor would say. And I'm oh. like, oh, yes, that was funny. <laughs> I no longer grind my teeth when you walk in the room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so, yeah, I, I think it's, got, it's not going to be well-received or liked because it's just been so it's much gonna time. It's going to be well-received by women. Uh, no. They're projecting it, it, 40 to 50 million. It won't even be well-received by most women, I don't think. Okay. Do you? I think so. That, I mean, maybe you're, you're a woman, so you would know. I, I mean, Women do I have don't like a lot of girly lot shit, of but Bridesmaids preference. had a ton of girly shit in it. And it was so funny to me. Yeah. This I might, it was so yeah. funny. I, wouldn't, I actually wouldn't be that surprised if this had like made a ton of money. For the same reason that Hillary's going to be, be the next president. Because it. women will see it just because it's women. But would you be surprised if you liked it? Yeah, I'd be surprised if I liked it. Okay. Yeah, maybe I will, but I, I just don't. I, I look at that placard, that picture there, 
and it looks like they're just it looks but shitty. you're open you're open to it i'll see it once it's on hulu or something okay. i'm not gonna go pay for it in theaters i will i will go rent it okay you go <laughs> you go get it on Redbox when okay. it's out and we'll i'll i'll you know suffer through it or hopefully you thought not you'd suffer through spy you weren't that excited about i that. was not i was more uh well that fat lady melissa mccarthy she was in Bridesmaids, right? Yeah, and okay. the Heat. So I the wasn't movie he hesitant about Bill Burr. Uh, I was only hesitant about Bridesmaids because I hadn't watched anything with Melissa McCarthy in it. And, and it's then a wedding when movie. I realized that she, <laughs> I didn't think the whole wedding thing was funny, but I thought that she was funny. And so then when I saw that Spy had her in it, and it wasn't like a wedding movie, it was yeah a funny like spy movie. With I Jason thought Statham. <laughs> I thought that movie was really funny. Spy was really really funny. Yeah, but um. Anywho, you or I brought this up before because I saw it on Twitter or somewhere. It doesn't matter. Uh, that Battlefield One on World War One, uh, they had, uh, they decided to not include female soldiers, <laughs> female characters. Well, they just decided not to. They just decided. They just went ahead and made the executive move to not include females. Yeah, they, you know what they were thinking? They were like, we 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 need women in here. We need women in here, despite the fact that it didn't happen in real life. Like, that's <laughs> that's all that it was, like, right off. That's so silly. Are like, they trying I, to make it sound like they intentionally excluded women from the this game? I, I found some articles. This one's written by a guy named Marshall. What a hand-wringing, pearl-clutching little puss Marshall, Marshall is. <laughs> on VG247.com, Battlefield 1 doesn't have female soldiers because boys wouldn't find it believable. Oh, boys and every historian on Earth wouldn't find it believable. <laughs> In Down Here a little bit, one of the first things he says, and I'm just going to read through the article because this guy is, God, imagine, best case scenario, a guy who would write an article so self-flagellating like this is... He's just a shill, and they said, write an article about this, and he just soullessly threw these words together. That's best-case scenario for this guy. Worst-case scenario is he is in a relationship with the worst shrew on the planet, where he has to be writing shit like this, with her looking over his shoulder. That's <laughs> problematic! Like, don't say that. That uh, You don't know that all the soldiers dying in those trenches were male. Identifying, <laughs> they could have been gender fluid. Swimming in the gender fluid of their fellow friends being bombed and you know, killed. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, it says, Battlefield 1 doesn't have battle female soldiers because boys wouldn't find it believable. Um, the first paragraph where he tries to put some, some evidence out there, he goes, One might think this is because women didn't serve combat roles, which isn't true. I followed their link. It's a, literally a link to Wikipedia that says women in combat in World War One. And if you read the first two sentences, it, it will say women were involved in World War One. Many had to leave the home and join jobs at production facilities on the home front to make, you know, to produce things when no. all the men were off to war. That's, That's the mini game. That's the mini game. You get to play as your wife back home <laughs> in the factories making your shit for you. Making bullets? Yeah. You have a daily bullet quota? Yep. Press X to sacrifice your bobby pins for the war effort. <laughs> <laughs> and then they can't bitch and moan. Yeah, that's what they should do. 
They'll, they they have it's yeah it's a mini game. They have the male front and the female front, so you can go to the war, and then when you need a little bit of a break, you can make some bullets, go scrounge around for for rings, bring them in, melt them down, make some casings. See, that's a great idea. We need to get you on the board of of uh, what would they even call it, like female empowerment. <laughs> Female empowerment. They're the the no. female revisionist history uh, <laughs> female conclave. Revisionist history movement. Yeah. <laughs> firm. <laughs> You'd have to be a firmist. <laughs> That'd be a more popular movement, I think. Yep. <laughs> or more honest, at least. <laughs> but anyway, I th- this guy, like, why? Why does he care so much? You know, like, it, it, his example, I shit you not. He was, I read through here, and I'm not going to read through all of it because it's boring and poorly written, but he was saying, like, uh, other aspects of war aren't realistic, and we don't, and we change those for the game. For example, these are two fucking examples this retard used, including how tanks function or the lethality rates of early parachutes. <laughs> So his suggestion was, hey, if we're taking women out of combat, when you call in a paratrooping squad, there should be a 30% chance you break a leg. And then you have to struggle back to the, to the med tent, get healed up, wait a couple weeks, get back. No, it's a video game. There are different levels of believability and suspension of disbelief. No one on the planet could watch an intro scene to a World War I movie where some chick just walked by with a gun in a trench and was like, oh man, getting shelled here. Like, no, everyone would be like, what the hell is happening? This wasn't, this didn't happen. You know, like it would take you out of it because you'd they immediately have... think this is forced and they're doing this to be PC. This isn't what it was like. Meanwhile, if you see a couple of parachutes fall and it turns out that one in four don't die a horrific death of entanglement and suffocation, I think you can make it by. And not even to mention the fact that his first example on this list of two is including how tanks function. Unfortunately, <laughs> this tank expert didn't elucidate any of his points with the differences in how tanks should function in the game and how they do in real life. He just thought it was sufficient to say it, that tanks function differently uh, when used in combat in war than they do on screen in a 14-year-old's basement. This fucking invalid. What a fucking loser. An awful, awful article. And I know that I, I kind of feel bad because there's no way this guy no. gave a fuck about any of this. Because they, no, don't feel bad. No, you're right. I don't. This he's is, whipping this himself. Is, this is, and yeah, he's whipping himself, and you're whipping. Even if you don't believe this, you know, Stephen or whatever the hell your name was, uh, Lemon, Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Marshall. Even if you don't believe this, that's I don't know. They, 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 come on, man. Come on. There's no way you believe this shit. You're just doing this to, to I guess, keep your job. Working your way as a White House correspondent. Self-deprivation. One self-deprecation. Self-deprecation. Would be if, uh, yeah, he was making fun of himself. Self-deprivation. Self-deprivation is if he's like, I'm not going to eat until, you know, this happens. Or choking yourself. Or That would be self-asphyxiation, wouldn't it? I don't know. I don't know these things. Or self-depreciation, which is if you... (laughs) Make fun of yourself in a derogatory way, but you only you do it ten percent more every year. <laughs> <laughs> you know what game does do a good job of showing women's roles in uh, the war? I don't even remember yeah. what war it was. That Valiant Hearts yeah. game. We cooking. Remember? 
<laughs> anyway, Valiant Hearts. What were you saying? That game, Valiant Hearts. Oh, that was the play, one. Like it gives you all the information about like different aspects of the war, and I can't even remember what war it was, but it was really interesting. World War One. World War One. Yeah. But you play as female care, like at least one female character, and she's navigating the broken world and trying mm-hmm. to. Um, think she's a healer or at least one of the females is a healer yeah that's and that's what women also did in the war medics. most of them you know worked in factories on the home front but there were some women who worked as medics and you know in the war but they, they were not tug. they were not combat medics who were like where they're like medic as they're shot and women are sprinting over like what's wrong like he's like i'm gonna no, die just they they pull were my pants down yeah, and suck it yeah, for a little just, bit just blow me whore <laughs> That's what I would I would do if I was a guy. I'd just be like, I'm dying, I'm dying. Just please suck my dick while I'm dying. <laughs> suck this dirty trench dick. <laughs> <laughs> smells like eight months in a French bog. <laughs> it wouldn't stop me from trying. No? No. You'd take your like, dirty just... dick out and see what... She would... Maybe she'd, yeah. she'd take pity on you. No, she'd just walk away and let you die. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Well, actually, that wouldn't work because they weren't out there. It would have been a male medic that you had to ask as he showed up. Yep. Or at least keep your horniness to yourself until they bring you back to the tent with the females in it. Not if you're dying. You gotta be dying. You gotta be dying. Press B for blowjob. Yeah. Yeah, so that's silly. That's silly. There's no reason to shoehorn PC shit like that. Like... That this do, is just an idiot. And you're, if like, you're really, who? no, no, it's it's not just this guy. That's why I don't want to single him out too much because there were five other articles exactly like this on a bunch of other sites where it's clearly just kind of exploiting outrage, where people get outraged about things. You yeah, know, this and, outrages me. Well, the outrage is like, there's no women fighting on the German front, and they're are like, they well, there weren't any it? women fighting over there. Well, in our in our when we have you know Veterans Day, we say thank you, men and women, for your service. So we're gonna put men and women in every fucking situation. My great great grandma told me. Yeah, she, she had to give in. up an heirloom set of earrings to make a case that ended up killing Hitler. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you tell me she didn't fight. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like of course like why why are you lessening the contributions of women in that war by making it seem like the only feasible contribution to the war is doing what the men did you know yeah by doing that you're kind of undercutting it saying like the men couldn't have fought out there if they didn't have the supplies and or not if they staying didn't home and taking care of their children yeah, and, and if families. they didn't have women there to take care of their children like they like just die like obviously the more valorous like glorious quote-unquote thing is fighting or dying in battle because that'll be more remembered but it doesn't mean it's like that those other contributions aren't necessary and they aren't needed you know yeah but stuff like this makes it seem like oh all that other stuff women did oh whatever whatever it doesn't matter until we get what men have it's like (laughs) what do you realize you look like a petulant child every female wants a penis why do they think why do you think they have strap-ons i don't i don't well that's do women just walk around with strap-ons on sometimes just to be like, man, this would be dope? Well, I don't think they do that, but, like, they, like, even some women in female-male relationships, like, you know, fuck them in the ass with a strap-on Jesus or Christ. something. Jesus Christ. 
that's I'm not talking about it like it's common. It just it, it happens. It, it's a real thing in, I, I know in real relationships, and real it happens thing. sometimes. But I'm just saying, like, I think that most women just really want a penis. They everybody wants to fuck something. <laughs> Is that and what it is? What better way to fuck something than with a dick? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you really. <laughs> I I really do. I think you can't it's... really fuck anything. No. You can. You can get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's it. I can't. <laughs> you can get fucked. <laughs> yeah. It's a little less appealing when you say it like that. <laughs> well, that, yeah. I just think that because I mean. Yeah, I just think everybody so would think like to have a penis. Penis envy is a real thing. Yeah. You think most yeah, women are like, I man, am. it would be great. I, w- I would love to have a penis for a day. That would. It'd be fun. That would not help our relationship. No, <laughs> not for that day. No. No. Would I just discover some secret, some male secret, having a penis? Uh. That's why Caitlin won't get rid of hers. Yeah, no, she, well, see, the problem... She's just like, I'm not getting rid of this. Well, the reason she's not going to get rid of it, where they're like, all right, you can uh, wear your fake tits around, have a dress, all that, uh, and keep your dick, or we can mangle your penis, sever it into multiple parts, make a kind of fake vagina that you'll constantly have to be self-lubricating because your body will try to close it as a wound. Uh, and, oh, God. Oh, and you won't no. get any sensation or pleasure from it. How's that? Uh, no, I'm just going to keep my dick. Oh, you want to keep your cock? All right. All right, yeah. yeah, let's do that. Yep. Like that, of course, you would choose to keep your dick if the option was to mangle it and make it into a non-functioning hole. Well, okay, that's, oh, that really bothers me. Yeah. That sounds so gross. Yeah, you shouldn't, no, nobody should be doing that. that don't do that. <laughs> like, if, if you're gonna be trans like that, you're gonna do it, don't cut your dick off. Don't turn your vagina into a dick. Like, just, you, you draw the line. Like, or, <laughs> or line. wait until the science gets there. And let me tell you, it's not going to be there for, like, a few hundred years. So just get comfortable with that cock or whatever. Because you're not going to be, like, that would be horrible. You get your dick removed and then you're like, oh, shit, well, no more sexual pleasure for me. Yeah, it would. But what do you think of the opposite? Gaining a dick. I don't like that. Doesn't sound bad. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a horrible gaping hole. No, it, that you have to self lubricate. Like that sounds the opposite. I feel it like it fun. would look weird because it's easier oh, I'm to sure. make. Yeah, I'm it, sure it would look really weird, but it's easier to make a hole than a if pole. If you really wanted to be, <laughs> if you really wanted to be a dude, I don't know. It would just look horrible. <laughs> Imagine what it would look like. Have you ever seen oh, like a, a naked mole rat? Ew. It would just be like that glued to the bottom of a woman's torso. <laughs> and then you have to like oh. pump up one of your like your, your fake scrotum oh, God. To, to bump oh, up your, ew. you know? Okay. Doesn't sound fun anymore, does it? No. Reality you're making, set in. You're yeah. making it sound awful. But, you what know, you if think? magic, if by magic you could just have a normal working penis for a day, <laughs> that'd be great. Just go fuck everything. What would you do? I'd fuck everything. Well, well you can't, you'd find out quickly that that's frowned upon. <laughs> <laughs> So you'd have to be discreet. <laughs> just walk up to people, hey, I may be a hot chick, but I have a penis. Let's go fuck. And I bet most girls would be like, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> maybe not Maybe not uh, modest girls. I don't know. I, no, I, I didn't. I'm just making stuff if you're If you're going after girls, that might work. Yeah. Because they're like, not ah. Guys. I wouldn't go after guys. I thought you were talking about guys at no. first. And I was like. 
you're going to get a really bad response or <laughs> slash yeah, get beat up. Slap in the face perhaps if yeah. you just walk up like, "Hey, I want to fuck you." I have a penis. I have a penis. Want to fuck? Tomorrow it will no. be gone. <laughs> <laughs> it will be gone to shrivel away until next season. Next <laughs> <laughs> season, get your penis for one day. <laughs> Cock for a day. A Cock season. For a day. That should be a charity <laughs> for women who never got married. <laughs> and they're on their deathbed late in life. You like hire a Chippendales dancer to just go, you know, blow their world or something. That'd be funny. Well, and sad. It's sadder the longer yeah. you think about it. So nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Though. How long have we been doing this? I feel like... <laughs> Let's answer some questions. I had some. I had. What else do you have? I was going to talk about Game of Thrones a bit. Ooh, we but... haven't talked about Game of Thrones. Yeah. Well, I wanted to get your perspective on it because the everybody, if they've listened to PK, PKN, they know a little bit where I'm coming from on stuff. So what are you, predictions for tonight? And obviously, maybe skip forward a few minutes if you, like, we're not going to spoil anything on purpose, but don't be pissed if it's an accident. There, so. were al- there are always spoilers whenever you talk about anything like this. Just, there are. Predictions. Predictions. Uh, with who? With the final episode. Everything what characters, to do with the though, final there's episode. There's a lot of... Okay, well, Arya's going to somehow go back to Westeros, but do you think she's going to run into the Hound on her way? Do I think she's going to run into the Hound on the way? I don't think so. Why not? I don't know. <laughs> like, he seems to be around the same area, maybe? Like, it's a rolling hillside, kind of like he was left on? Maybe. I... I... Really don't know. I honestly hadn't considered that they were that close. Do you think he's going to run into close. Lady Stoneheart? I thought they were super far away. I thought that... Well, uh, she's across the ocean, or the sea, or the strait, or whatever separating east and Yeah, ocean. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I think that Arya's going to run into the Hound. I would like the Hound to not meet... Because we're going to see Stoneheart tonight, I think. Oh, yes. And if we don't see Stoneheart tonight, then we will not see uh, Stoneheart in the series. Really? Because think I think so? that if... Like, They're it, getting it's, so dangerously so, close no, to it, though. It's just beyond the pale. Like, they're so close to it now that if they do anything else in related in relationship to that storyline without introducing Stoneheart, then it's almost as though saying, like, all right, we're not including that part, you know? Where it's like they're just going along with the storyline without it. Because they're already introducing those, uh, like, the Lightning Lord and uh, the, the uh, Men Without Banners or whatever the hell. Yeah. And Lightning Lord's that guy that's been brought back a bunch Beric of times. Beric Dondarrion, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's the one who died like seven times and got brought back every time. Yeah. By the Lightning Pre or the Fire Priest, who I feel like was the guy who got killed by Tormund in the last episode. But I might just be mistaking old bald guy with beard with another old bald guy with a beard. And yeah, so I I'll, I'll have to wait until this episode and see. Because I watched that episode twice, and I still couldn't tell through the whole scene of Tormund fighting him if oh, that God. was the fire priest or if it was just another white guy who was bald with a cloak and a beard. Yeah, I can't remember. There's so many Old bearded, guys. bald people. <laughs> which makes sense. You wouldn't be shaving every day. Yeah. It'd be inconvenient. You'd get well, little bumps all over your face. It's probably chilly. <laughs> That's true. It would make more sense yeah. to not shave. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he just doesn't have any hair. He's that old. But I don't know. I think that uh, I think that Arya is going to... She can't... 
they can't do anything with her. Like, she's left Bravos. At least she had better. And she better not have any scenes on the open sea, straight water, whatever. And she better be in Westeros doing something this episode. Because she hasn't done shit all season. Except for mount that girl's face to the wall. Yep. That was about it. Yeah, that was pretty cool. You my mom so? did my mom didn't understand that. Because your mom doesn't watch television the right way. No. She like plays on her Nintendo DS, she plays Solitaire, and then has the show on in the background, and then every now and then she looks up. I don't know why she plays Solitaire on a Nintendo DS. <laughs> because it's like why she can have she it get in her hand and a game. She has a couple games. She has Solitaire and she has other games on there, but she mostly just plays Solitaire. That's so boring. Yep. I gave her that DS, too. And all <laughs> she does is play Solitaire. <laughs> so it's like a $200 Solitaire machine. Yep. Or not anymore. Whatever it's worth now. Well, it was. Like, I don't remember how much they were. Like, 125 bucks for the DS lights. Whatever. All right. So. So I'm going to go through a couple questions. You all right with that? Yeah. All right. Hey, Taylor. Been loving the podcast. I've watched everyone and love the hilarious impersonations. Anyways, I wanted to ask for some advice on this problem I've been having. So I lost the key to my room years ago, and I'm pretty sure people are going in my room when I'm not home. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to ask if I remove the doorknob from my door uh, and take it to a locksmith, will they be able to make a duplicate of the key, or do I have to buy a whole new doorknob that comes with his own set of keys? I've Googled this two times, and I can't seem to get any answers. Any sort of feedback would be greatly helpful. Greatly help. Thanks for reading and keep up the good work. Um, that's a really good question. So what you're going to want to do is just switch out the whole doorknob. Are you over the age of 18? Because if you're not, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like your It's your parents' door. You can't just put a lock on it. Yeah, like, you can. There are some states that have laws against putting locks on your doors in certain situations. That's okay. Well, I doubt that this guy's parents are going to be calling the popo for him trying to change the lock so nobody walks in on him masturbating well i i mean i'm just saying like they can they can do whatever they want with yeah. their house well if you need a lock i mean you i'm proud of you for clearly knowing the two options you have here <laughs> which is obviously to remove the doorknob <laughs> and take it to a locksmith to duplicate the key or to get a whole new doorknob i say get a whole new door including a doorknob. What? Because if you just replace the doorknob, your parents will come home and realize something's changed. This this is... Why are you changing the doorknob? This is odd. You come back with a whole new door, they don't notice the doorknob at all. They just notice... Why'd you put a new door in? Oh, I got a little irritated and I broke it. Don't worry. I already got a new one and threw the old one away. Thank me later. You could do it uh, on a different level a little bit more passively. You could, which is something that I did as a teenager, I took a screw and I unscrewed one side of the, the, the way the knobs worked in our house was you could unscrew or change something about the mechanics of the doorknob so that only one side would not work. Like it, like you'd pull down on the handle and it would just pull down and it wouldn't actually trigger the mechanism inside the door to release the latch from the, uh, from the frame. So... Like, I would do that when I wasn't there, and I would disable, like, basically break the outside of the handle, and then when I came home, I'd, like, have a little screw or something that I used to fix it. 
and then I'd be able to go in my room. So you just broke your doorknob every well, day? Well, I didn't, yeah, I didn't break it. I just disabled the outer uh, mechanism of it. Well, like. <laughs> you don't want to do that. Why not? Because then he's fiddle-fucking around with his doorknob all the time. Yeah, but it's a passive way you can fix this. Fix the problem no, we're temporarily. Men. We're men. We're active. You don't fix anything. We destroy. <laughs> we, you destroy the door, and then you buy a new one. You destroy the door, and then you just half-ass put it back in the frame. <laughs> I didn't destroy a door. That's what you would do, though. No. <laughs> yeah. I would just deal with not locking the door. Or just be okay with people sifting through my things. <laughs> hey, don't go in there unless I guess you want to. <laughs> Yeah, that's a very that's, or that's just a good put, question. I would put in all of my belong even better idea. Put things that are like a little bit upsetting and might make people think that you're a threat. <laughs> like very easily found but shrouded. So like in your underwear drawer, like maybe under a layer of underwear, there's, you know, the first draft of your uh what the fuck is it called? What what serial Memoir. killers right? Your mem no. <laughs> no, the serial killer one. Uh, my documents, memoir. my memoirs, my trophies. I, I cannot what, believe I'm drawing a fucking blank a on this. Book, I'll remember what it. What book? Uh, Diary. It, of it's a like what serial uh, a serial killer keeps and following up a docket, like all of his stuff. A tally. No. Like a, a. What do you mean by a docket? Like his to do list. You keep talking. This is gonna. I didn't know this bananas. was a thing. Like, what are you? There is a, a specific a, word that you're looking for. This I don't specific know. I thing. don't know. Now I don't even know if I ever had a word. <laughs> <laughs> Dossier. I don't know. <laughs> Dossier. I thought memoir did it. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, fucking forget what I'm saying. Then just put just break your door down and put a new door up. Or temp or passively uh, break it. Yeah. Or put like dead animal mementos in your laundry, and no one will be looking soon. That see, that's a trophy. That's not that kind of trophy, though. All right, my girlfriend and I, both 20, have been together for two and a half years. Pretty much everything is fantastic, except for one prevailing argument. I'm a jealous guy and don't like her having guy friends. She feels that may that my unease about male relationships is unfair. She told me that she feels like I control her, uh, that she wouldn't be able to be with a guy who restricts her social life, even though she doesn't particularly want guy friends that she resents that she isn't allowed. Aside from this, our relationship is great. We've discussed our future's life. We've discussed our future's life. We intend on getting married in the next five years and spending the rest of our life together. Is this is just this argument that makes everything so unsure? I don't want to be jealous. I If I could turn that off, I would, but I can't. I told her that we can work through it, and she seemed very pleased. It's not like she was looking for an out by bringing this up. So does she really... She really does want to stay together, but not if she feels controlled. So told her I'll chill out about it, that we can fix this, but can I? And if I can change this, should I? Part of myself feels like it isn't asking too much that she respect this insecurity of mine. I mean, I held off creating female friendships the past two years, so am I really crossing this line, crossing a line and asking this of her? Uh, no, not at all. Not at all. Um, why don't you go out and make a few female friends and see how she feels about it? And then she'll understand why you're doing it. And it's even more so for a woman hanging out with a bunch of guys because at least hanging out or I don't know. That's what I'm assuming. Well, He said she doesn't even really have guy friends. He's just uh, ahead of the game and saying no, I really disagree with that because something had to have happened because otherwise this 20 year old guy would never have brought it up. 
she was obviously hanging out with some dudes uh, that weren't him, and he wasn't okay with it. And so, like, so he's lying. Like, if I'm like a cheating guy, like if we're in a relationship and I want to cheat, and I go out and I find a bunch of girls to try and cheat with, like, I still have to try and get laid. You know, like I'm a guy. I yeah. have to actively like they have to want to fuck me, even if, if we're all hanging out. You know. Yeah. A girl goes, hangs out with a bunch of guys. Every one of those guys wants to fuck her. Even if you don't think they do, ladies, they do. They all want to. That's why they're laughing at your jokes. That's why you don't, you don't know, hang that, out with them. That's what I'm saying. Is you play Xbox with them online. That's what I'm saying. Thousands of miles away. I'm saying that what he <laughs> is describing... This is what I think he's describing, and if this is what he's describing, I think he's fine in it. It would not be fair of you to go hang out one-on-one with a girl, quote, friend... Uh, and it's not fair of her to go hang out one-on-one with a guy, quote, friend, because it's just, it, it doesn't foster good thoughts between you, and it fosters resentment. That's not what you want. And mystery. And, and you're mystery. Just like, what's going on? What's happening over there? What are yeah. they doing? What are they talking and about? A, Is he making her laugh more than me? Yeah. It's, it's a question, like, for men, it's not, like, and the fact that you phrased it yourself as an insecurity, like, it's not. It's, you're, you're noticing a warning sign. Like, she... If you're in a relationship with her, she shouldn't be hanging out with a bunch of single guys. She should not. That's ridiculous. That I would not be happy if someone I was dating started hanging out with single guys. Be like, okay, well, clearly this doesn't mean that much to you uh, because you're either an idiot and you don't understand that all the guys that hang out with you want to fuck you or you're a conniving attention seeker and you do understand that they all want to fuck you and so you're actively teasing him, teasing them and kind of mocking the guy you're with by saying, kind of just having them on the option of, you know, this, I could be with them if I wanted to. It's it's not a situation you want to be in. But if she just, like, had a guy over to your apartment together to hang out and you were all there or something, then, yeah, that's not a big deal. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I just don't often hear about people like, oh, let me go hang out one-on-one with my my other, my female friend or my male friend that's what i'm saying is i don't hear about that in order for him to be complaining about this that's what i'm imagining the situation is because if it's just you know his girlfriend going to her friend's party and there's a bunch of her girlfriends there and a bunch of those girls boyfriends and friends there like that's just a big party group like you'd still want it'd be better if you were there obviously because she's likely to get hit on but that's not the same thing as you know oh it's just me Steve and Todd hanging out tonight. Oh, let's call, you know, Melissa and have her come over. Oh, isn't she dating that other guy? Oh, whatever. She'll, you know, they're <laughs> going to be done soon. They'll, she'll fuck one of us eventually. Like, <laughs> well, put our time in now. Yeah, put our time in now. <laughs> but, anyway. Uh, all right. I'm again that stupid 13-year-old, <laughs> but I didn't make enough cl- things clear last question. I was only... Man, I... <laughs> oh, you didn't learn anything either, did you? Let me see. There's no paragraphs. No paragraphs. It's one big paragraph. That's all right. We'll, we'll forge ahead. I know. I remember being 13, uh, but I don't remember... I didn't make the last clear... But I didn't make things clear last question. I was only homeschooled <laughs> for this one year, so I went to school. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> uh, so I went to school 
kinder to kindergarten to half of seventh. So for about four months of seventh grade, I wasn't bullied or anything. I just really, really hated going to a place I had no interest in. Yep, that's school, man. As in, for the past six months, my face has been in my computer monitor and had nothing but sitting on this at this desk and mastering a program called Paint.net. Uh, not a website. It is a program. It is a ripoff of Photoshop. I can't afford, but I am almost there. Uh, but I do agree that bullying makes you not be a pussy. Uh, oops, I said a bad word. <laughs> I am an antisocial <laughs> hermit. <laughs> You're not an antisocial hermit, man. You're 13. That's how all 13-year-olds feel. Uh, I will go to high school. I'm going to take your advice on everything you said, but I want to say this. But I want to stay this way. I do get twice the work, but I don't really like people, if you know what I mean. It is weird, but yeah, I again don't want to, but I am focusing on my future, which is what I am trying to do at the moment. I think I'm good at talking to people, but that is for them to judge. Uh, <laughs> again, it isn't like I'm socially awkward, but I don't like you people. You will become like socially I awkward if you keep having this outlook. No, he's he's fine. He's just everybody who's 13 you do, feels you do shitty you do. and uncomfortable. I do. I everybody hates yourself when you're 13. You really don't like yourself and or being around yourself, and you're just uncomfortable. And that's he how says I was. He doesn't like other people. Yeah, I was kind of like that a little bit, but it was more just I didn't like other people because I didn't like me. Oh, you know? well, you could, but you could see you could take your route that you did and get better and socialize, or you could take the route that I did and I was just like continued <sighs> to not like other people, and then didn't realize how detrimental it was until I got older. Yeah, well. Uh, so there's two ways sir, you can go with this. No, there's noodles. one way for you. You're a man, so you're going to have to get better at it. Because uh, what was it in uh, Rick and Morty? He's like, you're not a hot girl. You can't just bail on your own <laughs> life and set up shop at someone else's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, there's this one. Shit, where was I? God damn it. <laughs> Again, it isn't like I'm socially awkward, but I don't like people like I said before. Oh, there's this one loud, obnoxious imbecile, but let's go the other way. And for the girl problem, I go in every Tuesday and Thursday to turn in my work and get tutoring. What? <laughs> for the girl problem. Just keep reading. I'm losing it here. I, I don't know. <laughs> Hold on. And for the girl problem, I go in Tuesday and Thursday to turn in my work and get tutoring. This sounds like I, dot, dot, I copied. Dot, dot, Come on. Okay. Dot, dot, dot. He, that's not the end of the sentence. I have sentence. some female friends, on. and I'm not hitting it, but as the cool kids say. But we are friends, and... They, as well, have a plan to stay till high school graduation, so I'm not having big problems with girls at all. Then you're fine. Uh, but at the moment, that isn't my main priority. But I trust you as a person because I watch four to six hours of you a week. That's, I don't even like being around myself that much, man. Uh, well, I trust you enough to help make me an almost life-changing decision. By the way, don't Change read this on the life. show. Uh, just kidding. Oh. I wanted to show I have a higher IQ than most 13-year-olds by making a joke based off other stupidity. I'm a terrible person. Well, that was one giant long sentence, and for the girl problem, all the way down to changing decisions. Well, you know, sometimes, <laughs> Melissa, why make two sentences when you can make, or why make eight sentences when you can have a really, 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 really long one? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm glad that you're not seeming to have a problem with girls. If you're not having problems with girls, everything else is going to fall into place you're because 13, you're 13. Um, you if just, you don't have problems with girls now, you're going to have problems with girls later. Yeah, girl problems are always going to be around. You didn't really ask a question. Just a... I, I'm, I don't see a question mark, but it was, I, it, was, <laughs> it was like an update from the last one. But I am glad to see he's doing well with chicks. He's going to be all right. You're going to make it through. Make it through. Make it on through to the other side, you know. Just try to be Taylor. 
straight. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So everybody, just imagine yeah. you're Taylor. You're just, witty and funny, and everyone. But loves but I you. wish that I had thought about when I was 13 is just realize that every other 13 around you is just as insecure as you're feeling right now. So that'll help you kind of gauge social situations better. Uh, I wish someone had made that clear to me because you don't. You always go in feeling like everybody's on a different level than you. Uh, when you're that young, and it's just not true. You undersell yourself. Uh, you got to be good at faking it till you make it. So uh, anyway, Melissa, thank you for coming on. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, sir. thanks for stopping by. Yep. But uh, anyway, stopping that's by to it. your side of the couch. Yes, to my side <laughs> of the couch. Uh, I will talk to you guys later.